It's me. It's me. It's that end to the T to the G. Rolling once again with that BTWB Big Trouble Adventure taking up the whole screen. And I'm Nikki the Good, and we are the Meat Pop Express. And today is the day of all days. It's the days that the world has been waiting for. It is the inaugural. It's the first time. It's the first time ever in the history of wrestling that we are going to have the PWM10, the Pro Wrestling Media Top 10 list, a totally original idea brought to you by the Meat Pop Express. And we are dressed to the nines because this is a serious, serious list. Am I right, Big Trouble? Absolutely. Just like the PWI 500, this list is totally unbiased. We got together with a very secretive, very important group of people, and we came up with this extremely exclusive list of the best pro wrestling journalists on the planet. We would have had this done weeks ago, but it took us forever to get the panel. Like, it took time. We have a good, we're not going to tell you who's on the panel. We're not, not going to tell, tell you. Can't, we're not going to tell you, but just believe us, it was a very, very exclusive panel with the most important people in professional wrestling. It's the truth. So yeah, exclusive panel. Um, um, it may or may not have been handpicked by us, but that's Alleg allegedly allegedly, but that's here nor there. Basically what this, what the deal is for this show is guys, we're going to have the regular show. We're going to have, you know, you're going to have your, your hot takes, your takey too hottie. You're actually over all that stuff, but really we want to celebrate pro wrestling media because you know, ourselves, we've gotten into the game, right? We're taking over the game, right? As you guys all know, and it's time that mm -hmm. we're celebrated. All these wrestlers are getting all this great publicity. They're, they're saying, Oh, I was ranked this. I was ranked that, but what about us? Nobody even knows what you guys do. Yeah. I'm talking about you wrestlers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nobody, even knows you if it wasn't for us media people if it wasn't for us personalities i mean who the hell else is going to be reporting on all the things you guys do backstage and all the things you you guys do that you don't want us to know about because we're just dumb marks right who else is supposed to bring that to you it's us and we're the reasons why you guys are as successful as you are so anyway so we're going to put ourselves over with this list what do you think ben sure are. i think i think so too you know we, i think we might we might have made the list we might have made the list we might have made the list um again anyway. unbiased unbiased with a panel of experts, totally unbiased. Um, but um, for this week, I mean, it was it was kind of a slow week for me personally. Ben didn't have much going on. My wife, she's away, um, so mm -hmm. I've been alone. I was able to actually watch like you know TV last night from from the beginning of start for 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 Dynamite and whatnot. It was nice. It was good. But I'm really fired up to be here right now once again in my basement. So let's get on with the actual show. Um, we're gonna start off with Takey Too Hottie and. While my week wasn't as exciting, pro wrestling had some stuff go down this week that just got not only the actual promotions, you know, get going and getting a little heated, but online, man, people were just at each other's throats. And it had to do with WWE's newest signing. And who might that be? Big trouble. Who is it? We get the biggest one of the biggest signings of I, I thought it might say of all time. I, th I think so. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that of all time. Jade Cargill is now in WWE. We heard the rumors swirling. SRS over at Fightful. He broke it a few weeks back. That was people were saying that Jade Cargill was going to go to going to go to WWE. And it happened. It happened this week, walking into the performance center. It was it, it everyone picked it up. ESPN picked it up. It was a major story. Everybody was talking about it. And I don't remember the last time something like this happened where it was this big of fanfare around a, around a signing. I, right. I, and this should be celebrated. Like the fact should. that people are even debating, like, 
or having a conversation around what does this mean for WWE? Like, it's okay to have that conversation, but any negative, you know, connotation around Jade joining WWE is absolutely foolish. First mm. of all, I don't give a damn about her in-ring performance yeah. right now. That is the last thing on my mind. If the first thing you're thinking about is, oh, but how is she going to keep up with Bianca Belair? You're missing the entire point of professional wrestling. You're just missing it. Point blank period, you are missing it. It's about attractions, stars, getting ticket sales, and getting people in there to be entertained by larger-than-life characters. Yep. And Jade Cargill looks like a fucking super hero okay mm -hmm. she's so an action it, figure she's an action figure so get it through your heads stop talking about oh but is she gonna be able to you know keep up with a bianca or she better be able to or what or what and what's gonna happen nothing's what's gonna, gonna happen, happen. nothing's no, gonna nothing. happen she's nothing. gonna make more money no you know selling merch and everything like that and you're and you're gonna enjoy it if you just let yourself have a little bit of fun Yep. No, that's oh. it. Just let you have some 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 fun, man. And we spoke about this in the last episode about how you know now WWE's obviously now has been acquired by Endeavor, and the, the Endeavor has a whole vertical of entertainment, uh, entertainment agents, sure. and lawyers and all that stuff. And Jade doesn't want to be just known as a pro wrestler. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. She wants to be a superstar. She wants to be a household name. And at this time, going to WWE. It's, that's how that's how you got to do it. I mean, you know, at at this point, and she made a business decision, and she should be celebrated for it, as she has been for the past week. But of course, you got the loud minority that's going to come out and be the ones trying to rain on her parade and saying she turned her back on AEW, uh, saying AEW, you know, all that. And then the, on the other side, people saying AEW fumbled the bag. No, nobody fumbled the bag. I, I wanted to just jump through the the jump through the TV, well, not in the TV, my my computer screen when people were saying that, but like fumbled yeah. the bag yeah like, no it's 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 fumbled as she if made it's a decision like, yeah like it's as if it's easy like it's not easy to build stars everyone just no. like talks about like i would do this i would do that like without ever knowing what exactly is going on behind the scenes right contracts right mm -hmm. who who doesn't want to be used in a certain manner who's willing to play ball who's not we don't know any of that no and and also tony did his best job like keep in mind like he put together a streak, right? She obviously was green. They 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 did their best with entrances, with her gear, with with, with giving her like you know the baddies, right? Mm -hmm. All those things. They tried really hard, but to compare them to WWE still is not fair. You're no, talking about forty years of perfecting this craft, and people are still giving Tony Khan shit. Sure. Tony Khan likes to book a thousand six man tags or whatever like that. And they're a bit repetitive, but when it comes to what he did with Jade Cargill, I thought he did a damn good job. Mm -hmm. You know what? He did such a damn good job that WWE wanted to sign her ass. So how yep. do you like that? While I'm dressed like this, I'm dressed like a star. Why didn't WWE Be sign sure. me? Right. I'm, That's I'm what a, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The one thing I will say on this though, is that WWE, they, you know, they, they do throw a little shade. They are, they are very calculated with how they announce this. You notice they said industry, a, a industry icon or leader. They said something that in the press release, they never said AEW where she was. They never mentioned that. And they showed her, they never show anybody this, but maybe pick this up. They show her going to the performance center. Yep. 
They show her what they don't they didn't show her walking into HQ. They showed her walking into the performance center, meaning what there's this is this is what I'm thinking. They got the gears I know exactly what you're about to say. They're subconsciously saying, uh, you're not ready until you until we train you. Yeah. I, 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 so they're they are letting you know, and they showed pictures of her training, and it's like, yeah, you know, she's great and all, but you know, not until she goes through our yeah. stuff. Like and, it's all you know, all those things you're saying about her online. Well, it's not her fault. It's because she wasn't being taught properly. That's basically the way kind of I was taking it. It's like, okay, now you're coming to people who actually know what they're doing. Now, keep in mind. I don't know if that's true. I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm not a wrestler. I'm just saying that's probably what WWE is when we talk about throwing of a little bit of shade. And we we don't want to we don't want to throw shade. I, I know where she trained and she trained with a lot of she trained with a few people. Yeah, I'm sure um, she did. Most, most notably in the Nightmare Factory. Um, and there's nothing against that. But again, there's nothing that compares to the Performance Center. At the end of the day, there really there really isn't. You know, you got you have Shawn Michaels. You get some of the best minds ever in wrestling there training. So it, it's it. I mean, it's it's tough to you can't compete with that. I mean, it's you say to... you have Shawn Michaels training you. It's like okay, like... I mean, he trained Daniel Bryan. He's considered the greatest wrestler of our current generation. So. Exactly, and then Shawn is, <laughs> and then Shawn is considered like the greatest of his generation. the greatest of all time. So there you go. Yep. So that's one take, man. I'm exhausted. I say <laughs> I'm that already one. tired. I, already I say that up. once I'm an episode. Um, what else you got? You got a take, Ben? What you got? Any takes? Um, thinking through this week, man. Jade really, really, uh controlled the headlines this week um other takes this week you know nick i don't have i don't think i have any of them well i do uh, luckily huh? but you have one okay Absolutely. let's hear it. so listen listen i agree with something that was said on dynamite last night okay i've been saying it for months saying it for almost years at this point listen the mjf and switchblade promo i thought was very good i was entertained by it i tweeted it and you know if i tweet it it's true now he said something that I've been trying to say articulately forever. And the fact of the matter is that everyone's like, Jay White's the man. Switchblade is the man. Well, MJF went out there and basically said, I'm going to speak for the people that actually know what the hell they're talking about. He's like, coming from an actual top star, meaning himself. He's like, Jay White is what New Japan Pro Wrestling has conditioned people to think is a top star, meaning someone who just has a great look, a cool nickname, cool gear, and can do a lot in the ring. But when it comes time to get on the microphone, right, that's where that's where stars are born. Can we just mm-hmm. stop? Can we just stop talking about the in-ring thunder, yep. di- thunder tiger drivers from the top rope? Look at his work rate. That has never made a star. Like very rare people have done that. Even even Brian Danielson, for as great he is in the ring, and he is one of the greatest ever, he still can cut a damn good promo. Do you think that helps him become a big star? Of course it does. Of course it does. Because you can't have, you cannot reach the heights of an Austin of a rock without being able to fucking talk and have a character. Why mm-hmm. am I so why am I so heated, Ben? Why am I no, it's it's because we've we've come into we've come to the point where we're the loud minority takes over and they make everybody think that it's all in ring work. It's all <sighs> in ring work. Brian Danielson was an amazing wrestler for years, for 10 plus years. You know, and even and even when he got back to W, he was it. The WWE was looking at him in developmental for a bit. Then he went to Ring of Honor. Then he went to other places and all that. The Indies, and he did it what I, I think is the right way. And then he came back, and still, it's like, hey, he's a great wrestler. You know, it wasn't until Team Hell No 
and the yes started and all that when he really showed that he's more than just a good wrestler and he's an act can be a character and he's a damn like you said a damn good promo where he started just taking off and that's when he started taking off it wasn't because he was the most uh, amazing grappler this is the, the most over shit he's ever done and he's one of the best wrestlers in the world and that is exactly. not that is not debatable like no that's why not. the islanders do it after all their wins like it's uh, it Michigan State, Michigan, Michigan State. State. It was adopted it, yeah. by sports. So for all you guys out there who are and gals who are still obsessed with the oh, this is what a real professional wrestler is. Look at the greatest wrestler considered right now in the world, and ask and and to ask yourself what got him over in WWE. What mm-hmm. got him over? It was literally him running, uh, scooting to the ring, and saying the word yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. So that's where MJF was going with that. And that's my hot take. My hot take is that he's right. MJF is right. He is the top star in AEW. And it's because he is a generational talent. He has the charisma of, I can't even put into words the type of charisma he has. Mm. The guy never even stutters during a promo. He is someone that when he's on the TV, you are locked and loaded on him. With that said, I did think Jay White did a pretty good job coming back at him. He did. He did. No, Jay, Jay did. Jay did. White did it. He surprised I, me. I saw your tweet last night and you said that this was the best Jay White has been on the mic. And he, it has. And I didn't get you're going up against the juggernaut with MJF on the mic. No one expected Jay White to come in there and match him. It's a master MJF week, week in and week out has been on a master class. And I was one that was saying for a while about MJF that it was, it was starting to sound repetitive with him. It was like the same promo for this. And every rivalry seemed similar. It was the same things were being said. He's shown with this like tweener character he's got that he's, you know, that he can be the full package and he's, and he's changed a bit. And now I'm even more interested in MJF um, over the past few months than I have been. Yeah. And like switchblade is almost the perfect guy because he is that I'm over. I was in new Japan. I did all this. I headlined all these, these big time shows and MJF's like, I don't give a shit. You're not entertaining. You're boring and stale. There you like, go. I don't care yeah. what other people are saying. Like mm-hmm. I'm telling you as someone who is a top guy and is wildly entertaining, you are not in fact that. Mm-hmm. That's what was going on in that ring. And you know what that is? That's called real. Because yep. what they were saying was real. And I mm-hmm. and Jay White, and he should believe this. He believes he's probably the best wrestler in the world. And I'm cool with that. As he's just got, like this. He's got a swagger to him. Dude, he's sure. got swagger out the fucking got, ass. I'm not saying he's got swagger. Yeah, he's got swagger to him and and you know, the, you can take him as a top guy. He might again, he's not the biggest guy in the world. He's not a big he's he's ripped up, but he's not this big jacked up guy. But again, it's the way he carries himself. Yeah, man. And and he did good. I I thought the promo was good. I know a lot of people have been like, well, you know, Juice do is more the star. of that though, Tony. Yeah. Like, do more of that shit. Get him in the ring with the fucking mic. Because when you have juice on the side and he's all like this fucking wild ass, like a wild cat enigma, you know, mm-hmm. like it's tough to stand out. Get the fucking dude. He did great last night, Jay yeah. White. I, 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 was, I thought I was it was awesome. There, I was like, I was basically giving him a eulogy in 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 my text message chain. So I was like, Jay White's dead. MJF just ended him. And then he cuts a uninterrupted promo where he did not stutter and went for about legitimately probably like eight minutes mm-hmm. like explaining mm-hmm. to MJF who the fuck he was. And it was great. I yeah. thought it was great. Was it MJF? No, but it was great. And it sure as hell is worthy of being in the ring with him right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> that, and like that. And like you said, take a breath. Take a breath. Get your wind back. <sighs> Get your wind back. <laughs> uh, like, like, like you said, we we want more of that 
those type of segments. Like I didn't, I didn't need to, I didn't need to see Jay White in the gun in the gun boys in, in another six man tag against, you know, jobber one, two and three from Denver, Colorado to get him over. I'm happy that we took that time, took that 15, 20 minute segment, however long it was. And we got him over on the mic. And now people are going to be way more interested than, than seeing him do a few moves in the ring. Yeah. And I was there. I was at all out. And guess what? When juice Robinson got in the ring, the crowd, the crowd immediately popped for everything he was doing. Mm-hmm. But if Jay White is supposed to be the star, you can't have that all the time. Like you need him to be positioned as the guy. Just yep. be, and he did get like he did basically finish the match. You know, he hit switchblade, he did it all, but Blade Runner. But like, Blade still, like, let's give the guy the fucking mic. He just mm-hmm. went toe to toe with MJF, and I would say he probably did the best out of the majority of people that went toe to toe with him. You know, sans like Jericho, right? Yeah, like who's been doing it for fucking like forty years? Um, yeah. <sighs> okay, the last take I'll talk about is Adam Cole's ankle. What the fuck, man? Come on, bro. Yeah. What are we doing here? How did he do it? He jumped off the stage. Dude, he just jumped off the just stage up. and landed awkwardly. And I could see it, man. And I feel bad for him because he really is like the nicest dude and ever. Now one of the nicest. Someone put that out the other day about who's oh. the nicest pro wrestler. I'm like, it's Adam Cole, and you can you can debate Brits, who's second. And, and Britt's nice too. She's a little bit of a firecracker, but she's super nice. You know, I said I said something to her at Starcast. She at least turned around and acknowledged my existence. That was she's nice. A, she's a star. And she carries you know, herself. She's a star, like... and she carries herself like one. But like, man. And I saw the I, I saw the X-ray and it just looked awful. And I just feel bad for the guy because he was getting man, he was doing some great shit. He's still gonna probably do some skits and stuff like that, you know. But listen, man, you're going under the knife. It's gonna be a bit. I hope, but at least it's his lower body because, bro, now you just gotta get Jack City up top. Yeah, just, just get just, Jack. Just you do with the. Just do chest, like just, just do chest. chest and arms for like the next like five. Be months. sitting, be, yeah, be sitting in that chair. Just get some lat raises in, you know. That's get it. the shoulders popping, get the biceps popping. You know, you can wear pants. Who cares about legs? Doesn't matter. It's an upper body business. Yeah, wear the pants, wear the tights. You know, All right, get that upper body looking good. So those are the hot takes. I'm sweating my balls off right now. Um, as I am dressed head to toe. Um, I look like I'm a waiter. At a, you look punk, like you, at a punk concert. You look like you're the next member of Right to Censor. Good, add that in. Good. I will. Yeah. Good. Good faction. But you know, everyone hated being in it. I was there. You know what? Actually, I was there the first night that they debuted. It was in Worcester, Massachusetts, and they were doing. It was Stace. It was Tori Wilson and Trish, or Tori Wilson and, and Stacy. I'm not sure, but they were doing a a strip tease. And ivory. all of a sudden, every it was Ivory. That's it. And then all of a sudden, the the uh, right to center, the big uh, X came out or whatever it was, the no, and he ran out. Stevie Richards ran out and put her in a towel, and ran yeah. in the back with her. Oh, it was. I had a thing for Ivory back in the day because she was like she was like that mature looking woman, like she's yeah. a little bit older. And that's mm-hmm. like when you know when you're young, you like you like you see older women like in mm-hmm. there, like at the time, like my age. Like, yeah. but like, you know, the, the late thirties and you're like, damn, like when, cause like Sable always had like that, like, you know, older look, you know, like Sonny mm-hmm. looked young, you know, like Sonny looked like she was a girl in her twenties but Sable always had like that little, like, I don't know. I don't want to say much cause Brock's, you know, she's married to Brock, but like that <laughs> milky vibe. Anyway, yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. Um, moving along. Married man, father of two. All right. Our wives um, don't, our wives don't listen. They don't, they don't listen. listen. And my <laughs> wife refuses to see anything I do. And guess what? I don't blame her. Anyway, um, moving along to the next segment, we're going to take this into actually over. So these are the things that we saw this week that we felt were actually over. They got it. They got it popping on the screen, right? They, they caught her eyes, even behind the shades, they caught her eyes. So Ben and kick it to you. I'm going to tag the big man in for some big boots and big, some leg drops. Go. 
Let's go. All right. So this week, I really had the chance. And I'll be honest, folks, I'll get the chance to watch every single wrestling program. Me and Nick have lives. <gasps> it's difficult. I know. What a surprise. We don't, we don't watch every single well, bit you of You have a podcast and you're not watching oh. every show? Oh, oh. no. I know. We're going to get killed by the, by the smarks. Uh, but no, I did take time. Actually, my wife's out of town as well. So I took time to watch a little bit more wrestling than normally. And I got to watch NXT in full. And let me tell you, folks, I'm going to go to the top five actually over in NXT this week. So starting with number five, over as always, the NXT parking lot, the most dangerous place in all of wrestling. Baron Corbin choke slamming Braun Breaker through the roof of a car. NXT parking lot, anything can happen. Anything can happen in Orlando in that industrial park in Orlando. No one's ever been to the performance center. That's what it is, an industrial park. It's really interesting seeing it. Um, number four, I'm going to go with Trick Williams. Fans love the chant. They're chanting, whoop that trick. He's got everybody behind him. And I don't care if it's only, you know, 1,000, 1,500 people in the performance center watching. That's going to translate over to the main roster when he eventually gets there. Fans love to be involved. And now they have a chant behind him. He's going he's gonna to be a big deal once he gets to the main roster. And he's already looking great. He looks great on NXT. And he's a shining star right now there. Uh, number three, Nick, this is close to you, the Italian heritage. Hey, how you I, doing? I watched it. D'Angelo, Stax. Actually, Stax, also a good buddy of mine from the Indies. I'm not going to tell what his indie name was, but you can look it up. Um, he... I don't know if he's Italian or he's Italian heritage, but hell, he does a hell of a good, has a hell of a good accent. Yeah, everyone <laughs> else, man, it's just people just trying to rip my shit off so badly. To, how I'm do you in, feel? How do you feel about it? Let's go to you. He's about like what? Like about their gimmick or the fact no, that what's they, up that, with the gimmick? I love the gimmick. I love I'm it. Ita- I I'm Italian it's too. Fantastic so. because it's been done so many times before. But if someone does it well with like a, a comedic a comedic hint to it, it works. If you try and like make it like a serious thing, it's like I don't want the 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 Italian mobster. Like I think that mm-hmm. sucks. But if mm-hmm. you want to be like a cross between a mobster and Jersey Shore or someone that understands that they look like a moron, like playing on the stereotype, I like that. Mm-hmm. I, I actually do. Um, I've done it myself before. Um, the difference is I'm actually Italian versus You're majority Italian. people that convey it. They're not. I think to- I think Tony D'Angelo is actually Italian. Oh yeah, Chan- he's got Channing Channing Lorenzo. I think the jury's out there. Um, so yeah, so I, but also the tag team wrestling along that line, that whole segment. You know, you had uh, out of the mud, the Creed brothers. Uh, Metaphors also there. Another great tag team. You have the uh, the Lucario. The Lash- I, well, I can't even say the word, but it was a- Angel Angel Garza. And uh, on Angel hell, on hell, on hell, on hell, Garza. So tag teams and they got gimmicks and they're all different and they're 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 making it a thing. So number two, I got Tiffany Stratton. Um, I mean, she's over as an absolute all get out uh, for for obvious reasons. Um, and I'm sure the fans, once that Jade match happens, her and Tiffany, they're going to be locked in for respectful reasons and yes. possibly disrespectful reasons. And number one, we're going to give it to. You alluded to the beginning of the podcast, the greatest, considered one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, possibly the greatest wrestlers, the greatest sports entertainer of all time, Shawn Michaels, the man in charge, the head honcho at NXT. What he's done over the past year, I think has been great. I've been following NXT. They're growing in the ratings. They're growing their fan base. I think it's a perfect mix of that new era, cartoony, gimmicky stuff, and also the realistic stuff that Triple H had with the black and gold. Uh, NXT perfect mix exactly what we love in our in our professional wrestling so that's my over that's it that's my top five pro uh NXT definitely has done a better job of of bringing themselves out of the the hole they were in 
mm-hmm. uh, post uh, black and gold. Um, I, I do find myself tuning in a little bit more. They have my 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 retention span, my retention on when I turn the channel onto NXT is definitely longer than it is. And I think it's because of the flushing out characters and flushing out storylines. Yep. I don't just turn the I don't just turn it on. I just see a bunch of wrestling. I'm not interested in that. Sorry, yeah. folks. I have a wrestling podcast and I'm really not that interested in the wrestling. Okay. No. Like, it's just just the way it is. Um, for me, actually, over. I'm going to go with the closing moments of AEW Dynamite. The dude in the devil mask. Who is it? I love Ooh. a good I love a good cliffhanger. Love a good cliffhanger. Um this right now if you're watching on YouTube, Ben is just setting me up for a great thumbnail. Good thumbnail. Oh, that's yeah. basically love a thumbnail, folks. That's, that's a little production a bit production. That's a, we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're taking we're, we're pulling back the curtain a Pull bit. Pull back the curtain you a little you know bit. A that's production. a little production um, um inside scoop there. Um yeah. So anyway, so cliffhangers in pro wrestling. I love when they do that because it's like, okay, next time on Dynamite. Like it's a show, it's episodic. It doesn't yep. just end with a great wrestling match that ends and it's like wait next week for more wrestling no the story of the of of stories for that show revolved around that and they closed with it and the devil mask obviously we you know it's synonymous with mjf but who's behind the mask some people saw that they saw a man bun that's what was said online and I'll give my take. I don't think who's behind the mask right now was is going to be is, is going to be actually behind the mask. Yeah. So that's my little like again pull the curtain back a bit. I don't I don't think it would be the person that's supposed to be. Now I've seen a lot of. I, have you seen some of the predictions that people have said? I haven't dove a ton. Well, give me some. Let me hear them. I've heard. I've heard Kyle O'Reilly. Which I'd be, I'd be hmm, bored with. Yeah. Continue. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I saw Britt Baker. I was like, and I, I'm wondering. Maybe it just wouldn't. Why odd? I don't no, know. I don't. No, thank it, you. it seems weird. Um, I've seen Edge. Okay, I've seen, Ed, I've seen See, Edge that, that that so that works. Way. Like if you do want to do it now, the, now he looked Ed, a little small. Edge is, again, Edge is, again, Edge is six uh, foot four. But like okay. you said, it's maybe not the guy behind the mask. It's probably not because Edge. I guess his uh, it's the end of September. His contract's up. We're at the end of September. Yes, sir. So Wrestle Dream. Hmm, who knows? Wrestle Dream. Yeah. Another another pay per view. Another um, pay per view on, but that we will, I'll not, I will not be buying for Tony. Be I'll probably, I'll, I'll probably buy it. I'm, All right, I'm, good. You let me know how it goes. Married father too. I don't have much to look forward to. Anyway. <laughs> I, I will watch Wrestle Dream. I will watch Wrestle Dream. How do you have a podcast? You didn't even watch Wrestle Dream. Shut up. Um, now, folks, listen. It's the moment you have all been waiting for since we announced it a week ago. We are going to, for the first time ever. Create the PWM 10, the pro wrestling media top 10 list. This list is the definitive list for the top 10 media personality dirt sheet people in all of professional wrestling. It's our time. We are dressed to impress because this the nine is a momentous occasion. We could not come on here with Hawaiian shirts, Ben. We couldn't come no. on here with a graphic tee that I got at ProWrestlingTees.com, right? I could not do that. We got to go. We got to be classy because this is a classy, very serious list. So we're going to kick it off. We're going to go 10 down to one. And the big man is going to go and announce number 10 right now. Number 10, 
We are coming. We talk about this all the time. We talk about clickbait city. We talk about this. And I want to start out with a hot number 10. They are the judge, the jury, the executioner of clickbait city, the kings of throwing shit at a fan and seeing what (laughs) sticks ringside news coming in at number 10 ringside news, baby. Just this morning. We want to talk about clickbait city. They got me. Just this morning, there was a headline that read Dominic Mysterio addresses showering accusations with Chelsea Green. (laughs) So when you read that headline, what's the first thing that comes to your mind, folks? Dom is in the shower with Chelsea. Dom's in the shower with Chelsea. It turns out it was a tweet. She said he doesn't wash his hair. And he says, yes, I do. Whatever. It literally was nothing. It was a Twitter exchange. But Ringside News, they got me. They got me. They worked the shit out of me. And they're the best at it in wrestling. Ringside News with the underscore, too. Like, just so unofficial. Oh, the most. Like, it's just so unofficial. Like, I would never have a handle with underscore at the end, first of all, if I wanted to be taken seriously. But Ringside News, man, they are the kings. And I don't even know who runs the damn thing, but I know the person goes off the rails from time to time. Oh, yeah. But they are the kings of taking a just a tweet and just making it new. So, like, any tweet can literally be on the front page of ring centers. I've never actually went to the website. If there is one, because I'm, I'm a hundred percent confident you will get Norton antivirus all up on your shit. As soon as you fucking hit that link, there is zero chance. Your MacBook pro survives a little no. trip to clickbait city from Ringside news, brother. Oh no, you're getting, you're getting a virus. As soon as you take a step into that, some bitch. And let 10. me tell, let me tell you, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up with ringside news as you should wrap up your computer if you ever visit that website. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Soraya called him out recently too. Uh, you scummy pieces of shit, which the, she called them um, after they were saying, I, again with Dominic, they thought she was throwing shade at Dominic, but she was wearing a prison mic shirt. So they will, you give them something, you give them an inch, they're taking a goddamn. This is going to be on ringside miles. If this, if this, if them being number 10 is not, actual news from ringside news we have failed in this list we is sure shit. yep all right um, that's number 10 kicking it to you nick for number nine number nine on the pwm 10 it might surprise some people because they've been around for a long long time okay but we are going with the yeah, i don't know what we're going to call these people like uh, the godfathers of this <laughs> maybe they were one of the first right we're going with Brian Alvarez and Big Dave Meltzer at number nine. Because, folks, listen, listen, they've maybe they have lost a step, right? They've lost a step, which is why they're nine. Maybe a few years back when, like, the Internet didn't exist, right? Maybe they would be number one on this list. But now that there's autocorrect and things where you can actually formulate sentences and entertain people like ourselves, they're at number nine. But listen, if you want to be thrown into a word tornado of wrestling news and speculation and analysis from a veteran like Brian Alvarez and the OG of wrestling dirt cheating with journalist Dave Meltzer. That's where you go, folks. If you're Mm -hmm. 75 years old and you want to know what Bill Watts ate for breakfast in 19, whatever the fuck, they're your guy's brother. And that's why they are at number nine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, if, if you hate good grammar, 
You know, if you hate coherent sentences, Dave Meltzer is the one to follow. He is. You're right. He's the OG of wrestling journalism. The Wrestling Observer has been around forever. The guy is a savant when it comes to wrestling, and he can hang with anybody, and he can he can fact check anybody. Now, again, his facts, not always correct and not always right, but in his mind they are, and that's what's important, and that's what makes him number nine. And listen, and before we move on, I will say this. We ha- we took our jeers. We took our shots at Alvarez and, and Meltzer, right? I will say this, though. So hopefully if they're still watching the show and, and have not turned it off already. Without guys like them, without Meltzer, we wouldn't have a lot of the cool shit we do have. Like Very basically cool. Conrad's entire thing with, with, with Bruce is based off of Meltzer's stuff. So mm-hmm. while I was just joking and taking shots at the guy – I do have a level of respect for the absolute fucking grind that dude has been on forever. I don't agree with a lot of his takes. We don't share the same look, you know, look at wrestling. I don't think a star rating exists. He has built an empire based Mm. off star ratings and I commend him for that. Absolutely. I just, we just have different philosophies, but I am grateful to him and Brian with what they've done to at least usher in and legitimize somewhat wrestling media to an extent, which we have our, you know, we have our back and forth about like, is it good? Is it bad? But at the end of the day, it wouldn't exist if it wasn't for the guys like that. So I will say that that's why they are at number nine. All right. We're going to number eight and we are going back to, to you then. Back to me. And for number eight, th- this guy has been in the, in the headlines of wrestling. CM Punk has been in the headlines of wrestling for some time now. For a long time. And you know who you go to when you want your CM Punk news. If you want to know where he's eating, the house if you want to know where he's living, the you house. want to know where he's taking a shit. Uh, the house. Nick Houseman of the House of Wrestling is your go to. He's the one who killed the CM Punk Miro rumor. He's got all the CM Punk news. This guy is on top of the CM Punk news, just like how what's his name covers LeBron. What's his name? Windhorse. Just like how Windhorse is attached to LeBron. He gets all the LeBron takes. Nick Houseman is the Brian Windhorse of professional wrestling. And he's been, he's been doing well over the past year. You know, he's, he's gained a lot of popularity. House of Wrestling launched the premier streaming network, Friends of the Pod. Premier Friends of the Pod. Very good Friends of the Pod. You could Every, DM us. We're not cheap, though, because we're, we're, you know, we're, we're not cheap, cheap, but you could hit us up if hottest, you want us on that Hottest campaign. free agents. Hottest free agents. Every Tuesday, Thursday at noon, we'll put them over. We put over the other pods. There's no pod heat here. We don't have podcast heat. Mm-hmm. So Nick Houseman, his House of Wrestling, Tuesday, Thursdays. We come out on Friday. So... Tune in to him. He's been doing a great job. My only question is, Nick, when are we invited to the house? Yeah, you man, when are we going to the house? I own you one. Make it, I, you want to make it a house party? Invite the MPX onto the house of wrestling. Let us know. Calendar's open. And I'll say this about Houseman, too. He did get one of the best clips that there have been in, in recent, like, in pro wrestling. Maybe he's, he has that clip where he asked, he asked Rollins about, would you want to see Phil Brooks CM Punk return? Mm, that's a good And that's clip, where Rollins huh? is like, Philly, Philly, yep. stay away, Philly, stay away. We don't want you here, Philly. You were jerk. I forgot. There. I, I jerk. forgot that was Houseman. That's Houseman. So Houseman wow. got that cliff, and that to me is worthy of number eight. Um, right. I know he's got his some. He's got some. He's got you know some detractors at times, but listen, he's grinding out there, man. He's grinding. Um, what's next? Who? What number are we at? We're going to number seven. This is a favorite of yours. Oh man, this one, this one, brother. Let me get, let me get 
the shades properly for this one because this one's a good one. Let me take a few breaths. Number seven, we got one of the most controversial media personalities in the wrestling community. Creates cash. He's got a hell of a looking like uh, YouTube. YouTube. He's probably got the best product in terms of like production value, consistent in everything, right? But a lot of people hate his fucking guts, man. Okay. And it's JD from New York, brother. He just said, I just saw a tweet. He said, some guy's like, you live in the Bronx, you shitty thing. He's like, I left that fucking shithole. And he just went scorched earth on people. Absolute scorched earth on people. And he's number seven. And 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 here's why, man. It's because, listen, he was going to be maybe... You know, we don't want to catch too much heat either by putting him too high because, like I said, people just can't. They just go at this dude, mm-hmm. right? So we're he's not trying heel. to build. We're, he's a heel, and we're not trying to mega heel, mega heel, man. Like we're so we're not trying to be guilty by association here, but we are journalists, so we're making sure that we do right by. Jay. He was voted in. He was yes, voted he in. Was voted in by the very illustrious panel. Now, yes. listen. What really stood out to me, though, and listen, initially, you know, he was, you know, maybe going to be ten, but all of a sudden, he comes out, brother. And he just lights up fucking Ryan Satin's world <laughs> by just being like, yo, you think I'm just podcasting? No, no, no. I'm in the gym squatting <laughs> 275, brother. Oh. 275 on the back squat, getting depth, right? Knees Knees right in front of the shoulders. I'm sure, JD. Did we have video? Do we have video? We have video. We, we got to guess. I think there is a we video of him squatting. Oh, because I think he was yelling at Jade one time. He was like, "Oh yeah, Jade, check this fucking shit out. I'm about to get in the depth, the depth." So he puts the he racks it. I'm sure you're getting heels to the floor, dropping that ass right, and boom, exploding out of the bottom. But 275, Ben. I mean, do we just need to go to the gym now and, and try and keep I, up with JD? I mean, I think he's an athletic marvel at this point. I don't this know if is I unbelievable. Can. Okay, why isn't he in the ring? Why isn't he in the ring? I don't he know. I don't know either. I don't know, but JD. But all things considered, listen, listen. All right, so we have our fun usually, right? But let's talk about JD. Let's just, let's just, let's just get the hate, like the the he has his detractors, whatever. Listen, guy has top production value when it comes to his shows. He has multiple shows, multiple brands. Doesn't miss. He's very well spoken. He does come prepared. His angles, you may not like what he has to say, but this motherfucker does not back down from anybody. Like he just legitimately says whatever is on his mind. So you kind of have to respect that. A lot of what he says, people just don't like. And if, and I will allow those people to say it. This again is a list that has journalistic integrity. So that's why that I'm making sure that I'm covering all bases there. So JD from New York, not the shitty Bronx anymore, is number seven. Number six goes to you, Ben. What do we got? All right. Number six. And no one told this journalist that it's open mic night, bitch. If you follow him, if you don't, you should be. But if you do, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We're going with muscle man Malcolm at number six, another friend of the pod. Now, he is one of the only pro wrestling journalists as well as power lifters in wrestling media. Now, he's the strongest wrestling journalist. Again, that's like saying the smartest guy in Mississippi. But hey, you know what? It's still impressive, and we're going to give it to him because we respect it. 
We respect the lifting. I bet you he squats more than 275, though, JD. And that's why he's number six and you're yeah. number seven. Listen, Sorry if you get throw your squat numbers him. out there, that's the reason why you're listed where you're listed. Like if you hey. know if you were, you know, if you were doing 315, you know, you might you might be six. Might be six. You know, no, you I don't know. know. We're giving it, we're giving it to the big man, muscle man, Malcolm. Also, and he has been go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. Nice guy, man. Just oh, a that's nice I, guy. Just an all-around nice guy. He's been posting videos since he was 12 years old. So he's 24 now. So 12 years of this. He's 24. He's already an OG. Let's go through the numbers. He's got 28,000 subscribers on YouTube. 28,000. We'll be there someday. We got a ways to go, but we'll be there. We'll be there. We're holding ourselves accountable. He's got 15K on IG. And you know how he does it? He doesn't do dirt sheet stuff. He doesn't, he doesn't do the hot scoops. It's not what he's about. He's just a positive influence. He's a positive guy. He's got a million dollar smile. Does. And he and he just people are just drawn to him. They're drawn to him. Top guys, no name indie guys. They're drawn to Malcolm, and he's built himself his little empire. And he's he wears great hats too. He wears great and he, hats. And he's, he's got he's good got... style, man. And here's the one thing I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say this, folks. Next week we are going to have Muscle Man Malcolm. Whoa! Would you look at that? Wow! A big wow, yes. scoop. He will be coming on joining. He'll come on aboard the Meat Pop Express. We're going to have him on. We're going to do one of our shows with Muscle Man Malcolm. So stay tuned for that. But number six, good friend of the pod, Muscle Man Malcolm. Yeah, that was very humbling because you said he had his first video when he was 12. And considering how old he is, that means I was 26. Um, anyway, at number five, man, you mentioned Mississippi, brother. You mentioned Mississippi. So we're talking media personalities. We're talking big personalities with big heads. May even say ego. You may even say ego. Literally and figuratively a huge head. So at number five, we're going with my former employer, Barstool Sports, the Hosts or former hosts or of maybe wrestling, still. which I ran on my back. Brandon fucking Walker is number five on the PWM 10. He's number five on the list of best media personalities in professional wrestling. And listen, there is no one else on this list that has been so good at their job. Right. So brand think about this is how good Brandon Walker has a job. Right. He was so good at, at interviews. So he got so many views. Right. So many subscribers in a short period of time. And people loved his interviews so much that they could sell it so easily that they that they couldn't sell the show, that they said they weren't going to sell, sell the show. So they ended up canceling the show. That's how good he is. That Barcelona was like this show. This show has too much good data. I don't want to sell it. And they were like, and Brandon's like, but why? Why? It's a good show. People like it. People like it. And they were like, no, Brandon, it's too good. We can't sell it. So they canned it, but he still made that one appearance on NXT with LA Knight, by the way. His LA first night. night. His Dude, first LA, night there. LA Knight's, yeah. First, his first night on, on WWE program NXT. Brandon Walker standing right there. If I the exact quote was, "Who's this big idiot behind me?" That was Brandon. Brandon Walker, all things considered, one of my personal friends. One of my personal friends. Um, oh, you know, did a lot for me. Obviously, he to me is the best pro wrestling interviewer on the planet, which Ooh. may get it, which may cause a little friction later on the list. But to me, in terms of pure entertainment value and bringing something very unique to pro wrestling. There is no one better 
than Brandon fucking Walker. And that's why he's number five. Yeah, I, I, I owe a lot to Brandon as well. You know, he picked me out of obscurity when he wanted to be a pro wrestling manager and decided to roll with me. I mean, I obviously I know why he would. You know, six foot 12, 15% of a metric ton looks that kill. But regardless, Brandon Walker, we are big fans of Brandon, even though he doesn't reply to texts very often. Or acknowledge if, this if, show. If at all, or acknowledge this show. He's, but you know what? You reach out to Brandon. If you really need something, the guy's going to have your back. He's managed me on a few shows, OBW. Guy took a, at Invictus, he took a body slam from Wrecking Ball Ligurski, all 6'4", 400 pounds of him. He's never taken a bump in his life, and Brandon took that bump, and he was complaining about it the whole night to me and to the next day about how, how hurt he was. So is, is he meant to be a manager? I don't know. Jury's still out. But very worthy to be on the pro wrestling media top 10. And I'll say this. In terms of general knowledge, the only person that Meltzer like, could have an issue with when it comes to, like, talking like wrestling like trivia and stuff is Brandon. Oh, he the knows dude is yeah. the dude is he's a legitimate savant. A legitimate, mm-hmm. legitimate savant when it comes to it. Absolutely. All right. Brandon, number five. And now we are going to a number four. Number four. It's you, Ben. One better than Brandon. One better. Remember this, Brandon. She is one better than you. At number four, Denise. Hollywood, Salcedo, Salcedo, right? Salcedo, I'm saying it right. Salcedo, go by the numbers, 106.2 thousand Twitter followers, no big deal. She's been on Wrestling Observer. She's been on Busted Open. She's been on Fightful. You name it, this girl is everywhere. And also an extremely, extremely nice person to be around. We met her at StarCast. Very pleasant, very nice person. That's tough to say in wrestling at times uh and fun fact for everyone to know she's actually one of the few wrestling journalists that nick is taller than so i i had to add that in sorry sorry had to add that in so the people know the people you need to know need to know i he's am leaving. though but i am though sorry denise <laughs> he is so sorry he is. so he is oh but again extremely nice person she's been doing a hell of a job she goes everywhere she does everything that's why she's worthy of number Nick, Listen, she's been at it for some time too, and she's done a hell of a job of just growing her brand. She grinds her fucking ass mm-hmm, off. You sure see does. her everywhere. She's front row at the media rows. She's carrying around a tripod. She's filming her own shit. She's getting the interviews. She's become a household name when it comes to wrestling media. And listen, she's, whether you want to say breaking the glass ceiling or not, she's up there with anyone right now in terms of media. You want to talk media? Denise Salsado is one of the first names that come to you, that, you know, that, that came, come to your brain. That's just yep. kind of the way it is. She deserves every bit of this number four, and she is so much better than Brandon Walker. All right, we are moving into number three. Number three. Actually, fun fact, Denise had Brandon on her show. Her show. It was on her show. Did she come on his show? Nah, she's too big of a star. She turned. She That's did, why she's number she, four. She basically Brandon turned number. us down. We tried to get Denise. I was I was calling her at at, at nauseum. I was just, I was like, just any email I can get, but like, please come on the show and give us some more views that are going to be ignored. Um. All right, here we go. Moving along to number three, brother. So number three, this guy right now, in terms of reporting, he's the guy. If you need to know something, if you need to trust something in a world where nothing can literally be trusted, if you had to 
like bet your life. If your life was on the line that this news that was being reported to me about professional wrestling was true, and you had to pick a reporter to make to give you that news, it would be Sean Ross Sapp. And I don't think that is even a debate. SRS, when you got when you got people calling you by the three letters of your name, you know, at least in pro wrestling, that means you've made it. Oh, yeah. SRS. Let me tell you, the notorious SRS. He is on top of every single scoop. He's the Schefter. He's the Shams. He is the guy when it comes to big scoop city. People are going to people are going to him. They're going. He is. He gets everything before anyone. And for the most part, usually all true. Yeah. He and he does a good job, too, of like not clickbaiting your ass off. Like like he he legit like if he if if the if the details are vague, they'll just be vague. And he'll be like, listen, I don't have all the details. And I'm like, OK, I get it. Well, yep. I'm, all, I'm all right reading this now because I don't feel like an absolute buffoon with just you know getting thrown gossip my way also if shit if shit pops pops off like you'll see on your twitter sean ross app is talking like you just see it right away Mm -hmm. it's like doesn't miss a beat he's always there he probably takes the reporting craft like actual wrestling reporting more seriously than anyone other than whoever's at number two which we're going to get to in a second but yeah srs i would say right now he is worthy of that number three spot because he's just everywhere and he's had a in in his journey to get there it's documented shit wasn't easy and we respect that he has also responded to about two of our tweets which we greatly appreciate we would love him to you know respond to more of them because we are getting some scoops so play along sean it's fun. And, fun you know, we put you at three. That's pretty good, man. No one else is making this fucking Yeah, list. Sean, we're putting you over, Sean. Let's retweet this one. Like, yeah, how about man. that, Sean? Just retweet this clip. This clip this right clip. here. Retweet it. Retweet this right now. This one. Now. We'll wait. Okay. Um, Number two, Ben, you want to you do this one? No, so this, number two. This, now, might, have, might be a little he, bit of a controversy. These guys, are, these guys are new. These guys are new, but they burst onto the scene. They burst through that wall like the shock master. But you know what? In revisionist history, they were standing up and they were winning the world title, brother. At number two, the most handsome. handsome. The most, most jacked. jacked. The most, most credentialed, credentialed wrestling journalist, the meat. Pop, Pop Express, Express brother. brother. Credentialed out, man. It's us. We Let's are number go. two. Credentialed up. Oh, look at this. I can't believe it, man. I am so like unbelievably just humbled by being it's put in... number two by this by the, the illustrious panel that was selected the, at random. The triumphant panel that was selected totally at random, unbiased panel to saw sees the potential in the MPX, and they put us at number two. It's actually crazy, of... man. It is. It is. I mean, we we went to Star because we deserve it. We deserve it because we went to StarCast. We made StarCast our bitch. We went around there. Everybody was looking at old Me Pop Express, old Nikki the Good, no big trouble. Everybody was looking at us. There was a ton of stars there, but we were the attraction all weekend. We are the only pro wrestling journalists that are that are acts as well. Like let's yes. let, let, let's let's keep that the truth of the way it is. We are like. We, we, we are an act. We are a tag team. We are available for booking. For if sure. you want the greatest professional wrestling journalist media act ever of all time at your show, 
you hit us up at meatpopexpress at gmail.com and we will come to your show for an exorbitant booking fee. Okay? Exorbitant. Or, We're not or, cheap. or, or just credentials. We just kind of, we just, we like, we just like, we just like credentials. But we're number two. Listen, um, we may or may not have made the list, um, but we're number two because we deserve it. Okay. We are hot. We are good looking. We are new on the block, but bottom line is we are wildly entertaining. And if you're watching this, you understand why. Um, Get used to it because we ain't going anywhere. And um, Conrad um, or at Starcast events on Twitter. Please let us know when we will be going on for the live show at Starcast next year, um, so we can make ourselves a little. Thank you. Um, okay, so we are. We are. We are We're at it. We are. We are at number one. We've made it. Number um, one. Number I'm, one. I'm exhausted for the third time. We're gonna pick it back show. up. The energy's coming back for this one because we are. You guys might know. You might not. You may have seen this guy once or twice pop up once on your screen. Twice, once, at, twice, a couple thousand times. At number one, and number one, and we're gonna say it. We're gonna say it together, Ben. Okay, because this is just drum, drum. Should we get drum roll? Drum roll, drum please. Roll. At number one, number one, first ever PWM ten, the pro wrestling media, media. top ten list. Number one is. Chris Van Vliet. Oh, he did it. I can't. Well, I can believe he did it. Simply the best. You're simply the best. Than all the rest. Better than all the rest. He's got a jawline carved out of Mount Vesuvius. Um, Chris Van Vliet, number one with a bullet. There was no one else left to put it number one. I mean, he just interviewed Hogan. He interviewed The Rock. He interviewed Rick Michael Flair. Robbie. He interviewed Rick Flair. Uh, he just interviewed someone else that's Everyone. really big. Becky Lynch, he just came out that's with today. I mean. He's like, and like, he's such a nice guy. Oh, there's no one. Such there really, nice there really guy. is no one nicer than this guy. Oh. He, He's a fan of the pod. We could say that with confidence. Our first fan. He might be our he's first fan. fan. He, he is. He was our first fan. And he is like it's shoot he is one of the nicest human beings on the planet bar not just wrestling now we're not just talking wrestling he's a genuinely nice human being and he has absolutely killed it in the past few years this guy is a machine like you read about he has absolutely bucked what like everything pro wrestling was thought to be like carney like stab you stab you in the back talk behind your back gossip whatever he has gone the polar opposite way, yep. has just been truthful, respect, respectful, you know, well-spoken, doing clean interviews, not getcha, not gotcha shit, no clickbait doing, stuff. No. He's not wearing sh- sunglasses, asking ridiculous questions, trying to cause a ruckus. Like, he's not doing any of that. He's just doing it in the best way possible and he's a gift to pro wrestling just in general across the board and he's not just doing pro wrestling he's doing media as well i mean the guy's everywhere he's like a legitimate bona fide star in media period and he just so happens to also just really love professional wrestling chris van vliet number one on the pwm 10 the first ever deserved and more and to that i say thank you chris for paving the way 
for idiots like us. Yes, thank you. Yes, Chris, thank you. So we can wear the shades. Obviously, you know the sun never sets on a cool guy. Oh, and we're gonna try to get him. We're gonna try to get him. Trying to get Once, him. We're gonna get Chris Bailey. We're gonna pick his brain. We're gonna we're gonna figure out how to get this bed. As long as he has shades. As long yeah, as he has shades. He's gotta wear the shades though. I mean, don't come on this show and disrespect us. You know what no, I'm saying? We no, are no, we are number two after all. We're right on your fucking yeah, ass. Yeah, well, yeah, we're right on your we're right on your ass. We're right, we're right here, Chris. Um, all right. That's the PWM 10. I can't believe we finally what got here. I can't believe we made it. It's going to be a lot of clips to cut. A lot of clips. Uh, all right. Yep. A lot of clips. We're going to close up the show because I'm exhausted with get your shit in. Ben, big trouble. What do you got going on? Oh, man. Get your shit in this week. Not much going on when it comes to wrestling. Got to do, you know, we got to you got to keep the wives happy. Got a nice little weekend planned. I'm going to go away to Helen, Georgia. Nice little Oktoberfest. Hell in Hel Georgia? Helen, Helen, oh, Helen. Okay. Like Mount Helen, I'm Helen. Helen, gotta, Georgia. Gotta, gotta, so we're going to have a nice little weekend. But when it comes to wrestling, folks, I made I made the tweet yesterday. And let me just get this out there. Let me get this out there. There was a scout. There was a guy who told all big trouble. He said things like, you ain't charismatic. You ain't got a personality. You ain't got an ick factor. Well, I'm not going to name this guy. We're not going to dox anybody. But let me tell you, buddy, one day me and you, we're going to cross paths again. We are. Believe it. Believe it. Because this thing, the Me Pop Express, old Big Trouble, old Nikki the Good, we're a damn rocket ship. And we're going to make ourselves known. We are number two in the pro wrestling media top 10. And that's a goddamn shoot, brother. So anybody that wants to doubt us, we're two guys with chips on our shoulders, on these big, beautiful, ripped, jacked, stacked shoulders. And we're going to continue this and make ourselves known because we're on a goddamn roll. So anyone that doubts us, just be on the lookout. That's Meat right. Pop Express is coming down the tracks, down right. the road. That's right. The Meat Pop Express Revenge Tour will not be stopped. Mm -hmm. with that we said, hold grudges. We, we hold grudges. With, with that said, we definitely need your support, though. So please yeah. follow us everywhere at Meat Pop Express. That's TikTok. That is on Twitter. That is on Instagram. Please subscribe to this YouTube channel that you see us on right now. Please like it and please leave a comment, a random comment. I don't care what it says. Type the letter A and click comment. That is all you need to do. It helps the algorithm. Also, Apple and Spotify, this is very important. Please go there and give us a review. If you give us a really good review and I find it through, at, through these shitty Apple apps, I will read it on air and say your name out loud and give you a rub. That's what I will do for you. Um, with that said, that's all we got for this week, folks. It was a great show. It great was a show. great event. It was. Um, I hope you all enjoyed it. I know you did. And to the winners, to the top 10, congratulations. To anyone who did not make the list, there's always next year. Okay, always there's next always year. next year. There are only going to be nine spots, though, because we will always be on this list. We're always okay? going to be on it. We always be always. on it. All We're right. Not going anywhere. Not, not going, going anywhere. anywhere. And with that said, Ben, you got anything to say to these marks? Keep it positive. Keep it trucking. Keep the shades on because the sun never sets on a cool guy. Later, Marks.